The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And you're with the Ashholes, totally unfiltered cigar radio. Hi, everybody. I'm Stu Fink, your studio announcer. And here's the host of the Ashholes, Pastor Patron Dan, the man. And, of course, I'm here with my friend, Aaron, Aaron Noonan, my co-host, who I'm glad is always here with me, <laughs> unlike Oliver, who just kind of flits in and yeah, flits out. Goes off to Cuba. Yeah, it does all this crap. Wait, he's in Cuba this week, right? Or something mm-hmm. like that? Oh, my. Oh, the luck. Well, welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live, as usual, from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course, at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at theashholes and on Instagram at ashholes. Radio. Now, this week we are smoking the La Flor Dominicana Chisel Maduro, mm-hmm. double arrow Chisel double Maduro. Arrow, yeah. And we are going to smoke this uh, doing a bunch of different cuts. This is a cigar that you can actually cut multiple times and smoke it differently as you're doing it. And so we are going to punch, and actually we already have, we've punched the top. That's what we're going to start with. Yeah, for those who haven't seen it, it's the shape of the head is like a chisel. So yes. It's, got the, it's flattened on both sides, and it's maybe like a quarter inch thick yeah. total with a normal width. Um, so you're able to cut it top, bottom, and back like we're going to. Right. So we're going to start out with the top, and then after um, you know, 10, 15 minutes, we'll do a bullet cut to the bottom. So then there'll be a, there'll be two cuts on the cigar, and then at the beginning of the uh, um, second half of the show, after the break, we'll do a straight cut along the cigar, and smoke it that way. And we're gonna look at how cutting it in those different ways affects the performance of the cigar, mm-hmm. affects the experience of the cigar, and see if it makes any difference at all. Some people think it makes a ton of difference. Other people are like, ah, I don't really discern any. So. We thought we'd try it here on the show. Yeah. So this cigar has a Ecuadorian Maduro wrapper and a Dominican binder and filler. It's a 6x54. It's a good size cigar. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, we've started with a bullet uh, to the top. So, you know, right off the top, when I was doing the dry draw on this, it was very chocolatey, very rich, very kind of sweet. Yeah, and it's definitely that pepper there. You can yeah, feel you it burning your lips can, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, you know, taking the first few puffs of it, you know, lit, it was a really weird sensation to have the smoke going right. I almost felt this cool breeze going up to the roof of my it's mouth. Very unusual feeling. And it was really, it was a little bit weird. Yeah, experience-wise, so, we can definitely say it's very different. It's to do very it different to have it. It's, it's just, it's, there's nothing like it. I mean, you've never... I've used punch cuts before on traditional cigars, mm-hmm. but with the chisel, it's totally different because it's shooting right up, basically right behind your teeth mm-hmm. and hitting the roof of your mouth. It doesn't right. hit your tongue until it's already kind of, when you close your mouth and on the exhale, it hits your tongue. Right. So it's a very different experience-wise uh, feeling. T- flavor-wise, we'll see how it changes as we do the different cuts, but right. experiences t- uh, 
uh, unique. Yes, yes, I'd have to say that. Dan, yeah. do you have a punch cutter up there? I do have a punch cutter. My up here. cigar didn't get. Okay. That's my. That's me, the producer, waving. Hi, everybody. <laughs> that is Stu, the producer. Welcome into the Ashles. Stu Drew. Uh, Stu Fink. Stu, Stu producer. Okay, Stu, so Stu, Stu Fink. That's the, what you wanted to call him. In the studio. Stu Stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I could say that was the first time I've heard that. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. Come Let's on, see. Dan, ream that thing. Okay, so there we go. <laughs> Always a pleasure to see you, Aaron, though. Yes, of course. It's very nice to see you, I too. don't say bad things about you so as far as you there, know. So there, that's, see, see that? Thank you, right okay. There. Okay. Right. I'm going to light it. All right. And um, if I can find my lighter. You know, right off the right off the top, you know, very peppery, which I expect from LaFleur mm-hmm. Dominicana, especially the double hero line. Uh, lots of coffee, cocoa, rich kind of flavors, a, a kind of a sweet raisiny finish to it. Um, but, you know, and the retro is very peppery. Mm. See, I just had to relight mine. I, we're only not even a quarter inch in. Mm. Uh, but I think it's just with all the movement around we've been doing and mm-hmm. just the, the different punch. I think we're getting a different airflow than a normal cigar. Okay. Uh, so that's probably why it went out on me here. Right. Um, so it's going to affect my flavors. I'm not going to talk about it just yet. No, it's interesting. You know, and, and, and I smoke pipes, too. And um, Peterson pipes mm-hmm. uh, have the whole not at the uh, exact end of the mouthpiece. They're on the top, just like you'd be bullet cutting this. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that the smoke is going up around your mouth and not, you know, you know, so you get a better a better flavor that way, and it's not just hot smoke going onto your tongue. Mm-hmm. So that I think the idea of punching it at the top is so that, you know, you get a better experience of the flavor of the smoke. Mm. It's it's funny because while you're saying that I'm I'm tasting it. It's like it, it tastes like pipe smoke almost mm. just because of the experience. It's like oh this is familiar. I haven't smoked my pipe in a while, but mm. uh, it's it's just reminiscent of that. Yeah. It's got a unique flavor. I'm just wondering if I did this with some of the other cigars I smoked, whether it was a Fomorian or Padron or a Davidoff or mm. Aladino, Atabay, Byron. Yeah. Would this alter the flavor of those cigars as well? I think this is a universal question that needs to be addressed, Pastor Padron. And really, I mean, it would have to be a torpedo. Uh, that's pretty much right. the only other size you're going to be able to do that with. Otherwise, you're just going to break the cigar, you know? Right, right, right. The side, on the shoulder, that's not going to do the good things for you. I know Adipe is coming out with a uh, torp in a few months. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, that will be featured here on the show soon after it uh, becomes available. Because we know people. Yeah. <laughs> people on the end. We know people. So hopefully we know we people. So we'll have it. We'll have it here on the show. Yeah. That'll be good. And maybe we can try that. But yeah, I mean, this is definitely uh, changing my experience of, of uh, you know, I, I think I'm getting a very similar profile as far as the flavor of the cigar goes. But my experience smoking the cigar is very different with a punch cut top. I feel like I'm getting more of the earth than I I do Mm. uh, traditional, the different shapes of the double arrow. I I go to the double arrow every once in a while. It's not something I go to super regularly. Just a little bit strong for my comfort level. It's a strong Uh, cigar. I go to the layer arrows more frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it does definitely seems much more earthy than I I normally experience. So we'll see how that changes when we do the other cuts. Okay. All right. Well, while we're uh, smoking this, let's uh, talk about this week's Pastor Padron's Thou Shalt Not. Yeah, let's tell everybody what they're doing wrong all the time. Yes, <laughs> we tell people what they're doing wrong yeah. because it off. we can. 
Okay. Uh, thou shalt not manhandle a cigar that you were looking to buy by squeezing it all over, pulling it out of the cellophane, rubbing it under your nose. Nice little snotty right. nose, well, just rip it right on. <clears throat> First off, you know, this. I, I totally get the, uh, the desire to find out if your cigar is uh, well humidified, well cared for. Don't say fresh. <laughs> no. I no. hate, you know, when p- people say fresh, I feel like they, they don't exactly know what they're talking about. They're, they're, you don't want a fresh cigar. You don't want a fresh bottle of wine. I was going to say, yeah. You, you don't want, want a fresh f- bottle of wine? Okay, you don't want a fresh cheese. cheese. Just you, you want age. You want age on it. You want it well cared for. You want well humidified and and uh, uh, taken care of. And you can see that on the cigar. And if you, you know, you, sh- you do want to smell it. Okay, but if you are just going to like run it under your nose like this, a just the the that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Just that no. you would put that back in the box so Here's somebody else like could pick up smell a smoke. It, but smell it after you buy it. I mean, <laughs> if you don't, if you want to know what the experience is going to be like smoking it, because the smell isn't going to give you a an exact. Right. idea of what it's going to be like smoking the cigar. So ask the person at the store. Go into your retailer mm-hmm. and say, hey, what's this, what's ask, this like? Yes, this is new. Ask. I haven't seen it before. Now, Stick if you, you want to you know, op- you know, unfold the cellophane and push the uh, foot of the cigar out and smell it, not stick it up your nose, no. but yeah. smell it, that'll give you an idea of how the cigar you know, is going to is going to of the kind of taste that are in the cigar. Maybe. If, yeah. you're, if you're going like this, you're just smelling the wrapper. You're not smelling what's in the cigar. That's like taking a hamburger <coughs> up to the top of your nose and just smelling the bun. Like, that's going to no, tell you no. much of anything. You need to smell the burger that's inside the bun if you want to smell anything at all. Okay? So, and, and if you look at the foot of a cigar and you gently press at the foot, you should see a little bit of give, mm-hmm. and it should bounce back. That's all you need to do. Yeah, don't go squeezing the cap. Yeah, if, if you're squeezing the middle or you're squeezing the cap like it's a roll of charm and toilet paper, you're, you're risking damaging the cigar, and that's really not going to tell you anything. As long as you can uh, pinch the, the foot just a little bit and see a little bounce back, now, too good. much bounce back, over-humidified, but... Right, <laughs> yeah. right. And that, that's something you kind of got to learn just by feeling. It's, it's hard to describe how that is, but you should get... It should be firm, be able to squeeze a little bit, and it should bounce right back into shape. If it cracks, you hear a lot of cracky noises. If it squeezes and it feels really kind of extra damp, then you know it's over-humidified. It's like it starts dripping. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> if it starts to drip, I'd put it back and I'd probably... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a friend who had his, not not a regular cigar smoker, but had a bunch of cigars in a humid, uh, travel humidor mm-hmm. in his car, mm-hmm. middle of the summer, right. and it was there for, oh gosh, months, I think. And so he took out some cigars, and I <laughs> gave one a squeeze, and it was like kind of slimy, <laughs> slid. It was, oh, it's like, don't smoke that. That's gross. <laughs> I was like, here, I've got some others. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. So that is that is the thou shalt not. Know how to te- know how to. to uh, see if a cigar is fresh, if it's well fresh. I just said don't do that. Just uh, see if a cigar is well humidified, cared for. Yes, slap, give <laughs> slap on the back of the head. All right. Oh my. Uh, yes, there you go. Thank you, Stu. Thank you for using the soundboard. That's very nice of you. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're lucky you get anything. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. lucky I get anything we'll, at all. We'll be grateful. All right. Again. Let's just press every button up there. I've just been <laughs> flushed. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Um, so, you know, about half an inch into this now, obviously that top punch is working. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the cigar is burning. I got a great straight burn on mine. So it's not like cutting it on the top has changed, you know, the angle of the burn or anything. It's still burning great. Nice tight ash, too. Nice dark gray, mm-hmm. dark gray ash and, and a uh, nice pretty, thin, pretty burn, thin line burn on this yeah. baby. Yep. Um, uh, but I'm... You know, other than getting used to the airflow change mm-hmm. in my mouth, I'm I'm enjoying this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good cigar. I mean, it's, yeah. So I, I would hate to see a punch ruining a cigar. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that. But it's like, oh yeah. But I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the. I'm enjo- just to make it suck. I'm yeah. enjoying the flavors of the cigar still. Yeah. You know, and and um, it's. I think it's smoking a little bit cooler. To me, yeah, I would agree. Like, with that. like if, if I did, I, I normally do a straight cut. That's that's my preferred thing. Um, you know, not that the smoke is ever really hot, but it seems to be almost noticeably cooler. Well, I think by the time it's hitting, because I, I mean, we've all burnt the roof of our mouths, but I don't think there's quite as many nerves mm-hmm. as on your tongue, mm-hmm. which is kind of designed to feel everything. So if it's, the smoke's not going directly on your tongue, it's going to feel cooler just by because it's not hitting at the same time. So, yeah. Do you uh, think that's changing how you are perceiving the flavors of the cigar? Uh, I wouldn't go that far just yet. We'll see how it changes when we do the other cuts. But right now, uh, I mean, I, I couldn't say, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I smoked it back to back, maybe right after doing a straight cut on this, okay, then maybe I could tell. But right now, it's, it would be hard to... Okay, so right now, we just don't have enough information to talk no, about it. Yeah. Or at least Darren doesn't. So we'll let that... We'll let that go for a little bit. All right. Uh, an update from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Michelle Stiles, who does our Miles with Stiles segment, uh, told us about this beach that's a mile from her house in mm-hmm. Hawaii that she likes to go to. It's called the Green Beach. And we wanted to know how it got its name. You know, like around here, and, you know, we, we're in uh, uh, Salem, New Hampshire, and, and down in... Um, uh, Beverly, Massachusetts. There's Singing Beach, and Singing it, Beach, that got its, its name. name because when you walk in the sand, it sings, yep. it squeaks as you walk. And then uh, there's Crane Beach up the way a little bit, and that's yep. because it's all dead cranes. <laughs> clearly, so, yeah. so we wanted to know how it got uh, its name that way, and Michelle was nice enough to reply to that uh, request. And uh, I have here, let's see, I got to get down, 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 down. There we go, right there. <clears throat> and uh, she says, here's a picture of the beach. Okay, it is actually green. It is. It is really actually green. green. The sand it's not is even green. like, eh, maybe it's green. No, it's No, it's, it's green. really green. It's like a dark, like a hunter green. Yeah. <laughs> and she says the green color is from olivine crystals. It's a green semi-precious mineral mineral found in volcanic rocks and meteorites. And olivine is one of the first crystals to develop as magna magma magma liquid hot magma, magma cools and is rich in iron and magnesium and it gives you this great color on the beach and that is wild it's wild i don't know if, if every beach were that color i don't know if i would like it but <laughs> no but that's kind of but it is <coughs> it's, it's unique so it is a unique it that. it's a unique looking beach so thanks thanks michelle for um uh, that information yeah. that what's that chemical called dan uh it is called um 
Olivine? Olivine. Olivine. Is it I, named after Oliver? Well, I, I, probably. It, if I'm it guessing, from, is it French? <laughs> well, I'm guessing it's named after the color of Oliver. French! <laughs> Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? Ooh la la, monsieur. Mm, mm-hmm. And, um... Uh, that is a great segue into our top five. I figured since we were getting the lowdown on uh, the Green Beach in Hawaii, we would do uh, the top five beaches in the world. You know what? It's unseasonably warm, too, so. Yeah, so let's get at it. Let's do top five. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full-bodied and full-flavored blue label. Siri 5-5 has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right. Our top five list of beaches uh, comes from uh, U.S. News and World Report ranking of the top beaches in the world. And we're going to read the top five of those. And we have a picture for each of you of of the top five beaches. And I'm sure that uh, Michelle, who's listening, will probably chime in and tell me that I'm wrong about all these things or that U.S. News and World Report is wrong. Yeah, really. But uh, anyway, so the... Number five, number f- according to uh, U.S. News and World Report, the number five best beach in the world is Maui. And here's a picture of it. And um, it's just, uh, you know, if you're looking, uh, it, the article says, if you're looking for a taste of Hawaii's beautiful beaches without the crowds on Oahu, then retreat to Maui. And there's impressive beaches on both big and small, adult and family-oriented uh, uh, stuff, but mm-hmm. just a gorgeous, gorgeous beach. Look at that picture there. Well, as soon as he puts it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number four is uh, Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Rio, okay, yeah. All right, in Brazil. I, I have some friends down there. That's nice. And... Um, uh, look at that picture. I mean, it's just to be on the beach and see those mountains and everything in the mm-hmm. background, it just looks absolutely gorgeous. Awesome. Have you ever been to anywhere these these kind of no, uh, like a- beaches out of the country or anything like no, that? No, I'm not a huge traveler, and mm. when I travel, I'm not going to the beach. <laughs> because if you're traveling and you're going to the beach, that means it's a popular beach, and I just I don't want to be around that many people. <laughs> I, I, I rarely, super rarely go to the beach here in the summertime. Right, right. I, I'm an off-season beach guy. Mm-hmm. You know? Just like, and I like going to the tide pools and stuff like that. I don't sit on the sun. I'm way too pale for that. You know, I give yeah. the sun a burn, so. I've been to Maui. You've been to Maui? Not recently, but I have been there, yeah. Do Beautiful. you like it? Gorgeous. Is it a gorgeous beach? Yeah, look at the camera, Dan. You don't have to look at me. I'm not much to look at. Have well, you been to Maui? Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, that's oh. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the voice of nowhere. <laughs> the voice of nowhere. The, the voice, voice of nowhere. Yeah, that's yes, me. yes. That's me. All right. Uh, number three. Number three is Honolulu. Okay. Seeing a trend here. A lot of, yeah, lot of Hawaii beaches. Little, Hawaii's on the yeah. beach. It's on the top uh, things twice. I think there's a little bribery going on. With yeah, US now, the Green mm-hmm. Beach did not make the top five. No. Green Beach did not make the top not. five. But, uh, you know, look at that. That's just gorgeous and everything. Yeah, the closest I've gotten to Hawaii right now is watching Hawaii Five O, <laughs> And that's probably as close as I'm going to get for a while. <clears throat> All right. Uh, number two is the Amalfi Coast. Now, where is that? 
Okay. Amalfi Coast. The Amalfi Coast. Doesn't ring any bells. Uh, the Amalfi Coast beaches, uh, what they lack in size, they make up for in spellbinding beauty. Tucked between sky-high coastal cliffs, the coast shorelines create a picture-perfect setting unmatched by other Italian beaches. Okay. Visit Marina Grande. Uh, so you're looking at uh, uh, Italy over there. That's just fantastic stuff. And number one, the number one beach in the world, according to U.S. News and World Report, is Bali. Here's a great picture of that. Bali's beaches are by far this island's most magnificent attribute, the article says. Crystal clear blue waters, white sands, and legendary sunsets tend to be the norm here. Yeah. The norm. That would be great. And I bet you smoking is not allowed on any of these beaches. <laughs> so, leave us I bet you that's probably true. I bet you that's probably true. It's like here, it's like, ah, some beaches, you're pretty okay. You get some dirty looks. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You another know, reason to go off season. One of, one of my favorite beaches to go to, I used to live in uh, central Florida, and we would go over to the, the uh, west coast of Tampa. We'd go to um, uh, Honeymoon Island and take a ferry from there over to another island called Caladesi. Okay. Island. They only let so many people on there at a time. So on the ferry like, or the island? On the island. Okay. So <laughs> it was a great beach because it was never really crowded. You know, so you could get your space and sounds like my it, kind of place. It, it, yeah. it would be. It would be your kind of place. <laughs> you know, you could. There's nothing sit. worse than than walk, trying to walk on a crowded beach. No, it's just it's no. Awful. It just you know, I'm just so. I don't know why people like it really because it's like you're crowd you're trying to find a space there's people being loud people throwing frisbees at you. right it's like right. there's just no room to have fun yeah yeah the, the the only thing is you know there are certain times especially on the west coast uh in florida where you know you get hit by the wave and now you're hotter <laughs> than when yeah, yeah, yeah. you were just baking in the sun so you gotta you gotta kind of watch what what time you go down there because the water can get really like to the warm to the point where it's not really refreshing to be in it. Yep, I've experienced that. Not in the ocean, but yeah, yeah. And then you get to eat my shark. Yeah, yeah well, well that deal. that can happen too. But you know, <laughs> uh, you know, going shell hunting down there. You know, with my girls, burying them in the sand. They love that. I have some pictures of uh, my daughter Rachel, just her head. Out of the sand. Okay, <laughs> just, just straight see, down. My parents always just get my head in the sand. Maybe that's why I don't like the beach. So just uh, get it all wrong. Did they bury you? Did yeah. they bury you down no, there? Like I, when I finally came up to the surface, they were gone, and I had to chase them down. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let's take a moment and cut yeah, the Yeah, let's do bottom. that second punch. Let's do the second uh, punch of that cigar right now. All right. Let's see if we can do that without making a mess here. Okay, so we're going to punch... I'm trying to get right underneath where I've punched before. Don't use a punch very often. It's this is a second punch on the same side? No, it's on the opposite uh, side. Yeah, right, bottom that, side. All right, that's bottom what I thought. Okay. Okay. So that goes. Oh, it looks like a pretty good punch so far. Okay. So now I've punched top and bottom. Can I have the punch? You can see that. But not going see straight that? through, correct? See that? Mm-hmm. I see. see no, that? give me the punch. The punch. Okay. Here's the punch. I'm one, um, yeah. Do you want me to look at you now, or should I look at the camera still? Look at the camera. I've already seen you. Mm. Oliver's not here, Dan. You have that. to be the eye candy. What is? What's, what's, <laughs> what's, I'm we're, the we're, eye candy now. Wow. What is? What <laughs> is Michelle going to say? <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Uh, that's a really good question. It's going to be very disappointing. <laughs> Probably. 
I know I would be if uh, I was being described as the eye candy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. She says Bali is incredible. She uh, hasn't been to Italy, so uh, four of the five she actually agrees with. Um, you know, I am getting a flavor change. Yeah, are much, you? A lot sweeter, more chocolatey. Mm. It's smoothed uh, out. It is pretty distinct. So, okay, the, there is okay. something to this whole flavor. Yep, yep. so I'm getting is it it definitely a, a lot more smoke. Yep, a lot um, more smoke. It was it was more woody before. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, the woodiness is still there, but it's and more earthy before. But now it's this, this, that sweetness. The sweetness is more. Very pronounced chocolate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. Very pronounced and smoother. Much smoother. Mm-hmm. Not that it was bad before, but... Yeah. No, it was smooth before, I think, but you know, now that has just increased. Yeah, very and interesting. It's interesting, you know, you're still getting the, the uh, air going to the top of your mouth, and now it's also going to the bottom, so it's, it's not, you know... It's bombarding your tongue. Bomba- yeah, <laughs> both yeah. Sides, so yeah. The, the, taste, the taste profile has really increased. Interesting, very interesting. Worth trying, for sure, mm. at this point. Lots more smoke. Oh, you got to make sure you got this straight on. You can't, you can't turn this mm. <laughs> sideways to try to smoke it. Not going to happen. Wow. A lot of smoke, and if there were four of us here today, it would We'd be four lonely days in a brown L.A. haze because it's a very smoky cigar. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever that means. No. <laughs> it's a line from a Jimmy Buffett song. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For my time, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, did you smoke anything else this week there? I did. I few, a few. A few decent cigars. A few decent. Know. We'll talk uh, about one of them right now. Most noteworthy, uh, I went to the Hammer and Sickle Trademark. The, the Hammer and Sickle Trademark. Uh, yeah, I hadn't gone to it in a while. I tend mm-hmm. to reach for some of the Berlin Wall or things right, like that. Right, right. Um, but it's such a great cigar, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. If you're looking for more mild to medium strength. Okay. Uh, you know, it's not a full-on medium, but it's not exactly a mild. Uh, a lot of great, you know, creaminess, some spices in there, some sweetness. Uh, just a great cigar. Uh, it used to be called the Icon. Right. And so it's right. it's funny, like, a, you know, every time <laughs> I, I, it up, I think of it as the Icon, then I look at yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I, I still know it's the, the Icon, yeah. It's so, it's weird. I think the label just, on the box still says Icon. Some, yeah, if you get an yeah, older box. Yeah, you know, if you, if, uh, you know, not the box itself, but the little label that has the, the uh, um, what is what is that? The, the... Hammer and Zickle, the no, no, the checker. price, the pricing strip or whatever it's called. Barcode, the barcode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the barcode. Icon, thing. Yeah. Why couldn't I think of the word barcode? Yeah, barcode. And the reason it's trademarked is because when they were submitting their uh, copyrights and stuff, right. they accidentally wrote trademark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were sued or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Cease and desist. Couldn't, and couldn't use the word it. icon. So somebody apparently already owned that, so they changed it to trademark. Uh, but it's a fanta- it is a fantastic is, yeah. cigar. I love that. Yeah, I mean, if you have, if you've never tried Hammer and Circle before, then Trademark is a great place to start. Yeah, you get and it has a pretty broad spectrum of flavors that they have in their in their, their line. line. Yep. Um, but Trademark is a great place to start. Right. Right. Um, you know, something I smoked uh, this past week that was really really good was the uh, Placencia Box Press Toro. Oh, yes. And um, been hearing a lot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And. and um, you know, the Placencia, Placencio Cigars has been making cigars for everybody on the planet. Pretty much everyone, yeah. For a very long time. They, they decided to get into the uh, premium cigar market with their own brand, and they decided to go right to the top. Mm-hmm. So they came out with a line of 
three different uh, cigars in the um, Alma Forte line. They're all mm-hmm. between twenty and twenty-two dollars a piece. Yep, so not a cheap day. It's not cheap. But, but it, it is good. And I've heard they last pretty long. They so last a long time. It's a slow-burning cigar, and it was, you know, it was a... I smoked the uh, the Box Press Toro. Um, the one that everybody's probably talking about is the... Um, they have a, a hexagon. Yes, the yeah, hexagon, hexagon box, box pressed, press. which is... Not I sure think what it's the, does, only, the only cigar that's made that's a hex press. Hmm. And um, we're, we'll probably be, well, probably, we will be smoking that good, uh, in the good. near future. Look forward to that. And, um, but uh, nice dark chocolate wrapper and good draw. And let me tell you, this cigar is all about the chocolate. Mm. It was just very sweet, very rich kind of chocolatey flavors. And it was strong, but it was very balanced. So, you know, you didn't feel like you were getting totally knocked over, but it was a very, very rich. It was like eating a, smoking a rich chocolate mm. dessert. Make a lot you of know. cigars for other people, so it would be shocking if they didn't make a good cigar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it reminds me of Sereno. You know, mm-hmm. they said that they were making yes. cigars for everybody else. They made their own, and it's amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Very true. A little light pepper in the retro, and just very, very pleasant. It wasn't overly complex, but it was really, really nice. Really, good. really nice good. cigar. So, um, I am, as far as, as far as smoking this goes, I've ashed my little computer board here. Yes, you really did. Totally, totally bombed it, you know. But, uh, it's amazing how adding that second cut really just added to the, the cigar Mm -hmm. experience. And I, I have to say that too, that I'm glad I did the first the single cut at the top, mm-hmm. and then a little bit later did this one because it kind of really. There were. The, it's it really a, hard to do it the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. well, <laughs> you can't unplug. <laughs> but you, you did experience the cigar in a very good, positive way with the top cut, and then doing it on the bottom again just really kind of redoubled a lot of the flavors mm-hmm. that were there, and really did change the smoking experience it, in a positive and way. And the finish is, is changed. Significantly, so I mean, how you, so you, for you? Well, you had a, a long finish to begin with, mm-hmm. but now the it's like a long finish, but it's more flavor in that finish. So mm. it's, it's it's all lasting longer. Uh, it really kind of coats your tongue. Mm-hmm. You know, before it was kind of just all around your mouth. Now you really feel it on your tongue. Now you for really the whole feel finish. it, and it's that kind of sweet, kind of raisiny, yep. dark finish, and uh, uh, nice and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, still a lot of pepper in the retro for you. Me too. You made a good point earlier, Dan. Yep. Uh, it's got a very loose ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you'd mentioned dousing uh, your keyboard yes. and your device. Uh, and while I was doing the second bullet... Mm-hmm. Um, got a knock to loose there? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it <laughs> came down. I'm wearing it right now. I'll stand up during the break and brush it off. I mean, but, my ash yeah. has been holding really pretty strong, and it gave me some resistance when I was knocking it off about the inch and a half mark, so... Well, that's good to know. I mean, I'm going to have to, you know, get like a dust buster during the break or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, let's go to our break. And uh, we'll, on the other side of that, announce the actual of the week, continue our thoughts on the LFD chisel Maduro. We'll be right back. Hang on in there. NFD. 
a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers shelves are on the verge of buckling there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest sereno cigar company offers four distinct blends the connecticut the medio maduro and maduro xx the sereno royale maduro xx named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes radio podcast is a creation of elegance and sophistication crafted at the la corona cigar factory in esteli nicaragua the sereno royale maduro xx comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender omar gonzalez aleman and industry veteran anthony sereno to create this masterpiece a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of esteli and jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious ecuadorian habano oscuro wrapper grown from the famed habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience a post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa leather and coffee that tantalize the palate leaving you anticipating the next draw visit serenocigars.com for a list of retailers and you can always find sereno cigars available at twoguyscigars.com bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional, a flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original unconventional cigar take the journey cigar smokers how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds can you guess what this is oh yeah you think you got it okay do you know what this is now for the cigar what do you think of this cigar I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. 
Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And the Ashholes are back. Once again, here's your host, Pastor Padron, the Chief Chiseler himself, Dan the Man. The Chief Chiseler. <laughs> well, it's a Chisel Maduro, you know. Yes, yes. And my buddy Aaron here, who I'm always glad is on the show with me. Welcome back to the Ashholes. You can find us almost everywhere. Yep. Google I search, heart, it'll go everywhere. Google search us. <laughs> we come up. It's amazing what happens. when you. But we are on uh, iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. And we are smoking the La Flor Dominicana Double Ajero Chisel Maduro. And we have <laughs> been going through this, if you're just joining us, doing multiple cuts. This is a car that you can cut three different ways as you're smoking the same cigar. We started with a bullet cut on the top part of the chisel there. And then uh, about 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago now, we did a cut on the bottom and we noticed a marked difference mm -hmm. when that happened. And, you know, this really, you know, with a single cut, you were getting this very cool uh, smoke going across the roof of your mouth, then down to your tongue, and you were, you know, picking up a lot of the flavors and everything, but it was a very, very different experience. We were a little bit muted. Maybe you could appreciate some of the nuances a little bit better. Yeah. And then as we, at least when I, you know, cut the uh, uh, bottom half of that, uh, now you're getting it both ways. Mm -hmm. It's coming across the top and the bottom. Your mouth is just it's like a party in your mouth going on and just very <laughs> rich cocoa, coffee, earth, pepper, and this very long, sweet, kind of rich, raisiny kind of finish. Yeah, and when you say muted, it's it's not that the flavors are muted in themselves. It's not mm. like it's a, you know, like you would call like a bad cigar. No. But it's, it's once you experience the second punch, then you're like, oh, those were muted. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like it's like yeah. there's so much flavor going on in this. Are you picking up anything different? You know, you, you've you've had a better experience with the ash. I did clean my keyboard. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah, and there's a flavor. I'm just trying to place it. Uh, mm. It's almost like a, a very smoky barbecue sauce. Mm. Uh, not quite as, as sweet as, you know, most barbecue sauces. But if you threw on maybe some, like, A1 sauce on a well-seasoned steak, mm. just that that earthiness, that smokiness. Just a little bit of spice in there, the peppery. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, we're going to do the third cut on the cigar now. We're going to straight cut. We're going to straight cut it we go. Uh, right over the top of where we bulleted everything. So we're 
Oh, all right. Just pinched my finger. Oh, oh there you go. So That's got a blood I'm blister all over the place. Oh, probably. Yeah. All right. So let's let's see if uh, this changes anything now. That's what I get for extending mm. my arms while I'm cutting this thing. And there it is. Now I can tell that you know the big you, difference. There's a big difference yeah. again, and you know not having that smoke coming along the top of my mouth, I can I can feel its absence. Yeah. Appreciate and and so there, you're getting a, a very full full on flavors right onto your tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, very different experience. Uh, flavors are. Significantly different. It's tough to, to place right off the top mm. of my head, but mm. let me give you a few more draws here. All right. Well, while we're smoking and trying to figure out how this is changing, let's talk about the ash hole of the week. This is a very uh, interesting story this week. <laughs> All right. Saturday, February 17th, a pilot was forced to make an emergency landing. That's always a harrowing thing, but not for the reasons you might think or suspect. All right. It was he was forced to make this emergency landing because a fight broke out after a passenger farted so much and so bad that a fight broke out in the cabin of the plane. The passenger apparently kept breaking wind uh, on this tran uh, Transylvania Airlines flight from Dubai to Amsterdam, and the two uh, uh, people sitting next to him did not take well to his flatulence. I can't imagine why. But the man refused to stop just farting. Clench, come on. He refused to hold back. And the members of the crew on the, this uh, uh, low-cost airline were apparently less sympathetic. They refused to do anything about it. And so these guys... <laughs> what are you going to do? The guy sitting next to him started, <laughs> sorry, sorry, you started have to stay on the wing. Him. And despite a warning from the pilot, a fight between the men broke out, causing the flight to be diverted uh, to Vienna. And then at, once the plane landed, police actually came on board and escorted the farter and the people who were in uh, in the brawling uh, and a couple of other people off so the quite plane. quite a few people got involved in this. Yeah, this, this involved four or five different people. And, you know, for farting so bad, especially in an enclosed area like oh, a yeah. plane, yeah. as to cause a brawl and force an emergency landing and to result in a police escort of four people off the plane, and all of those people, including the farter, were banned for life <laughs> from this airline. Well, from that airline. From that airline. Yeah. I nominate this unnamed flatulent flyer as the Ashle of the Week. That airline coffee will do it to you every time. <laughs> See, I, I've got three brothers, and so growing up doing road trips, I totally get these people that fought him. <laughs> and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact there were so many people involved in that, you know, that guy was potent. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's 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 one thing if you ha if you really have to get up and go go to, to the, the bathroom. go to the bathroom if you really have to. You know, gas it up. Go and it was Dubai to Amsterdam. So not not a short flight. Yeah, not short at all. <laughs> can you believe? Can you believe? This is a, the flight was to, to make an emergency landing because somebody was farting.
Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, well, I've heard of other stories of people evacuating a plane because mm-hmm. of, of flatulence, uh, but I don't know about a, a plane landing. This, I guess, the fight had something to do with the plane landing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it just, uh, I, I can't believe that. Don't eat chili before a flight. No. Just, it's just bad form. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my yeah, gosh! That's, that's rough. That's 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 nasty. I mean, what else do you do? I mean, I, I can't imagine being next to somebody that, that just kept doing that. It's like you get some air freshener and just spray them to death. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And, and you know, I wonder if his flatulence actually like caused the rage. Like, was it was it well, a chemical you reaction? You can't breathe, and I mean, it's, it's, the air's not going anywhere else. It's trapped in there with you. <laughs> you know, everybody else is getting that. So, and just, just circulating of, over around and around. And, you know, and you think too. Not only did those four people, you know, the police were involved. They weren't arrested because nothing illegal had happened. Farting isn't you know illegal in Austria, so they had to you know let them all go. See, this wouldn't have been a problem if they still allowed smoking on a. But on all a those other plane. people, all those <laughs> other people, you know, were diverted. They were late. They, some people missed flights, I'm sure. I'm Didn't guessing some were upset, and the people that were closest to them were glad that they landed when they did. Besides, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the people that got kicked oh, off. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. All right. So that gives us a few minutes to smoke. Remember how I said uh, that, uh, you know, when I normally cut these things straight, it was a much warmer kind of mm-hmm. smoke and feel. And I'm getting that, you know, that that coolness that yes. I had with the top uh, bullet cut is completely gone. And in that sense, you know, the experience has changed again with me with the cigar. Mm. Uh, the flavors seem richer. They seem warmer. Um, you got to mind your draw as you're making yeah. the cuts. Because you get used to, you know, with that single punch, mm-hmm. you're drawing a lot harder than... Yeah, this open cut. And again, you know, with it being a much more open cut now, you're getting a lot more smoke with the with the draw, and hence mm-hmm. a lot more the flavors, a lot more the strength of the cigar. Mm-hmm. What would you say this is? A medium, medium plus for strength? Yeah, for strength. Oh, this full. I, yeah, full. I mean, it's, it's not knocking me on my butt. No, um, I didn't really start I'd feeling it until the halfway point. I'd say medium, medium plus. plus. Yeah, medium plus. I mean it's. I know people that smoke mild cigars would probably have a real would, hard time with this. With yeah, this, they, yeah, it would be it would be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like the strongest cigar I've smoked. Um, so, give it a shot. Yeah, sure. So, it's getting much more earthy to me. A lot of that sweet chocolate, that cocoa flavor, it's still there, but that's really kind of gone to the background. It's mm. much more earthy and woody. Yeah, a little bit of raisiness. Yeah, raisin sweetness. Um, there is that brightness so it's it's almost like the um traditionally usually for like a, a, a connecticut wrapper mm-hmm. it would say like a, a golden raisin mm-hmm. uh, so it mm. kind of reminds me of that so maybe it's a citrus kind of blending in there with it yeah there is a uh, little kind of tinge that. in there i think and and this little peppery um finish you know i wasn't getting a lot of pepper on the finish before mm. now i'm getting some pepper on the finish yeah and still a ton of, of uh, pepper in the retro, which is totally p- on par for an LFD double hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is this is much more in line with a double hero that I'm used to. Mm. Now, 
this is, you know, one of the first times I've done three different cuts on the same cigar. I don't know if you've ever done anything no, like no. that. No, I mean, how, <coughs> when do you get the opportunity? I mean, right. aside from the chisels, like, there's not many cigars that can handle that. Right, right. But do you, are there different cuts you do for different cigars? Uh, but, you know, a lot of people talk about doing the angled cut. We've, we've talked about it here, the mm. angled cut on torpedoes. Right. You know, saying the angle and stuff like that and changing the flavor. I mean, I, I do it every once in a while, but I don't notice you don't a discern difference. it yeah yeah it's i can feel it different in the mouth so it kind of drives my ocd crazy because it's <laughs> not straight um See, and I, like, I like how the angle cut on a twerp feels more comfortable to me in my mouth i i get how somebody could think that that was weird too mm -hmm. but it doesn't change the flavor or the experience of the cigar no for me. it doesn't and, do anything like and, that. again the experience isn't a it isn't a huge difference mm -hmm. in you know, as opposed to just the straight cut on the torpedo. Um, and, and I've actually had a few torpedoes where it's doing the angle cut caused it to kind of block up with the, when the tar starts building up, it just, the way it's hitting, it's kind of causing a buildup there and then it restricts the draw. And so they wind up having to cut it again. So yeah, angle cut, not a huge fan of it, but this is, is definitely unique. So worth trying yep, yep um do you cut any cigars differently though like i know some people have told me that like when they have a torpedo they prefer a um uh cat's eye cut or a uh the um v cut the v cut yeah yeah i mean i, I do the v cut if my other cutters aren't available or like <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like if I'm passing out my other cutters to friends or whatever to use that I'll use the V cut just so they don't have to deal with it. Right. I'm not a huge fan of the V cut. No. Yeah. You don't think it changes it or does it change things too much or does it just feel weird to your It OCD just feels weird. Yeah. It's, I don't notice a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, the experience isn't, it, there's not a big plus to it for me. So. See, yeah. I like the V cut. I like, I, actually I like two V cuts on a cigar. Uh, at angles to each other, so you have kind of like a really open cut, a cross mm -hmm. or an X on the cigar. Oh, see, that would drive and, me nuts. And I find it it enhances the flavor, especially of the Cro Magnon Candela. How does it enhance the flavor for you? Uh, it's just a, it's a different experience. You experience different flavors on the palate uh, than you would with another cut. Uh, that's just the best way I can explain it. I can't say, well, it brings out the pepper, it brings out the chocolate. Uh, but you, you have cut like a, you, you know, you, I know you're a Formorian nut. You know, you've used a straight cut. A double V cut. And a V cut on that, and you've experienced it tasting different to you? Yes, I have my own patented cut using a V-cutter, uh, which I told the boss, and he said I was crazy, but he knew that when he hired me. Mm. Uh, but I, I have found it does enhance the flavor, not in a bad way. Okay. okay. Um, V-cuts are great for Instagram. That's, that's what I my, <laughs> my position on that. It's like, oh, yeah, it looks cool. All right. Yeah, I just can't, you know, and it, maybe it's OCD for me, but for me, the V-cut... Um, I just taking that much out of the the uh, head of the cigar just makes me nervous. You know, I'm I've, I've seen and I you know people do it all the time. I know that it doesn't happen all the time, mm -hmm. but I've also seen enough where the head of the cigar gets damaged or or ripped or you know it starts to fall apart because you've taken so much of it. Yeah, off. It, it depends on the cigar the cigar because it's like if it's the cap isn't super hearty. 
Right. You do that V-cut, you're digging into the tobacco instead of just the cap. Right. Uh, you could do some damage. You know, any any kind of a softer cigar, like a, a Connecticut with mm-hmm. nice, you know, a Connecticut box press. Right. Uh, so, like the shell, the CLE right. shell. Right, don't, don't try to do a V-cut on that. I've done it, and it's it's just a mess. Now, do you bullet cut any particular cigars? No. 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 Bullet so cut's like is, a last is, resort. This is really... Yeah. The first time you probably used your bullet cut on that lighter. On this, uh, <laughs> maybe the second or third time. But yeah, usually I have, I'm, I plan ahead. You know, if I bring in my letters, I have, I have multiple cutters in my car. Right. Cutters in my, Me all, too. Every jacket pocket has a cutter. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's not likely that I'm going to be using a bullet cut, mm. bullet punch, excuse me. All right. Well, getting back to uh, Michelle, and uh, we have a special Miles with Styles this week. Um, she is <coughs> very, very busy. She just was in. Uh, um, where was she last week? Still? Was she in Bali? No. She no, was, she was in um, Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, Cabo San, San Lucas, Lucas last ah, week, yeah. and uh, just just got back home, and it's been uh, really busy. But she did send something, and um, we have our. Uh, producer here is going to uh, producer and studio announcer. Producer and studio announcer is going to read us this week's Miles with Styles. Aloha, guys. It's been a crazy few weeks of travel. From my warm beaches of Hawaii to the biting cold and beautiful snow-capped mountains of Alaska to the perfect waves of Cabo San Lucas. All the temperature changes and travel has left me under the weather. So sorry, but no real Miles with Styles update, except that I am home now, eating well and resting. Thanks for the love, and I'll be sure to give you a special update next week. And love to you all, Michelle. And for the Asholds, I'm Stu Fink reporting. Let's get back to the show. On your device, it's the Asholds, where the sun never sets on Pastor Patron. <laughs> wow. Okay. I can't decide. You know, Stu, you do such a great job doing Miles with Styles. It's just... Should we give her the boot? No. No, no, no. No, no. no. We'll, we'll lose listeners. Then. I do such a great job because of Michelle, and I, I know the sacrifice and commitment that she makes in her personal life to be part of the team here at the yep. Ashold. So, you know, I've got I've to do it right for Michelle. Yeah, yeah. I've got to do you right, Michelle. I'm always impressed. You know, there's a five-hour time difference right now between here and where she is in Hawaii, and mm. the fact that she's, you know, listening like she's listening now. And, and find the time to, to do this with all of that running around and everything. And, and uh, Cabo St. Link, was, I guess, was kind of a, um, uh, you know, last year was um, uh, kind of an amateur tour with the, with the eye to, to going pro. Mm-hmm. This year, she was picked as one of the people to be taken pro surfing and so Cabo St. Lucas was kind of a here's how the pro thing works Mm -hmm. because instead of it just being you and surfing in the wave now you have to do all that with helicopters overhead filming you boats speeding alongside you taking pictures of you sounds like and people (laughs) underwater filming you as you go by so at any given at any given moment moment, there was there was 40 different people filming 
from various angles above and below and in the water. And it was kind of freaky, you I, know, I to, to yeah. you know, to, to, cause it, I, I can imagine how distracting that would be, you know, to, to just realize that, that you still have to focus with all of that stuff going on mm-hmm. because now at this point, you're really kind of adding the fact that you're entertainment mm. as you well get, as you got to do all sport. your cursing under your breath instead <laughs> yeah. of just out loud where nobody's yes, listening. Yes, make sure there's no wardrobe <laughs> malfunctions and stuff like that. And, you know, whatever. so it was a real, it was a real experience. And I guess she was really tired when she got back. And, mm. but, uh, so hopefully she will have a very special update for us next okay. week. Uh, new flavor. Pistachi- New flavor. Pistachios. Pistachios. It's got, you know, there's pepper, there's all this stuff going mm. on, but there's a, a distinct taste, to me, of pistachios. If you think of, like, a, a pistachio pudding or mm. where it's really concentrated, but it's got that smokiness, but with pistachio. I think I can pick up what you're laying down there. I don't know that I would say pistachio, but I, I, I'm, I'm tasting... That very sweet kind of nutty, mm. almost you know, vegetal, almost vegetal kind of a thing, and and not in a green way, not in mm-hmm. a bad. Yeah, no. yeah it, it's just it's very very flavorful. This is a very rich, full cigar, and um, I gotta watch. I gotta watch it. I'm not gonna start burning the <laughs> burning <laughs> the, the label band. there, burning the band. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, th- it's amazing how these three cuts have really changed. Mm. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have expected it to be this drastic. Mm-mm. You know, I've heard people talking about it and saying, eh, in my experience with that angled cut on, mm-hmm. you know, the torpedoes, wasn't expecting a whole lot, but this, it's been significant. All right. So, um, what's your, what's, the, which cut or combination of cuts do you think worked best on this? Cigar. Uh, you know, it's tough to say because it's the whole experience. It's it's changed up the experience throughout the whole cigar. So, mm-hmm. go, so taking one over the other would be eh, not really fair. So there wasn't it wasn't one that you like really enjoyed the best. It was it was more each cut added something else that was exactly very yeah enjoyable. yeah it added to the whole experience of the the cigar. Uh, so taking one over the other would be like, well, if if I hadn't experienced that first cut, mm-hmm. that, then I wouldn't have had the same opinion of the second cut, maybe. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm getting the most flavor out of it now. Right. Uh, I mean, we're also further into the, c- the cigar. Right. Um, and it's just, it feels more natural in my mouth. So right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Again, it the does. OCD thing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's t- it, but overall, I would say doing the whole experience of the multiple pun- uh, punches, I would recommend that for this cigar rather than going straight to the straight cut. Okay, so that, that leads right to my next question. Would you do this again? Yes. Yeah. If I, if I was smoking the chisel again, I would do those punches again. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think I would too. And, you know, like I said, I, I did this on Monday because I didn't want to come into this completely blind. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this, it really does uh, change the experience of smoking the cigar. And, you know, the, the chisel... Uh, like with most, you know, LFD double heroes, this is not a really complex cigar. No, but doing that adds a lot of mm-hmm. complexity to the cigar. Yeah, adds that different experience throughout. Different the cigar. experience yeah. throughout it, so that you, yeah, you feel like you're really getting to dig into the cigar on various different levels, mm-hmm. and uh, it, very very positive experience there. I'm gonna give this a thumbs up. Very uh, nice cigar. It's a full bodied. 
you know, a stronger cigar, medium plus, I think, as far as strength goes. Very full flavor and lots of pepper. If you don't like pepper, the cigar is probably not for you. But if you uh, enjoy that kind of flavor, um, this is a great, great cigar. Um, I love LFD stuff. Mm -hmm. I smoke a lot of it all the time. I love a good, fuller-bodied cigar. But um, and, and doing those various cuts, top, uh, top punch, bottom punch, and then the uh, straight cut, really made this uh, a, a much more um, well-rounded experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, norm if it would just stay double hero, I might have given it a three quarters. Mm -hmm. Not that it's not a great cigar, just a little bit strong for my taste. Right. Um, but, you know, with this experience, with the, the, the changes that the, these different punches, I'm giving it a full thumbs up. Nice. Because it, it's unique. I mean, you're not this, I mean, are there any other cigars that have this chisel shape? No, I think LFD uh, has the... They pretty uh, much have it. They pretty much have the so chisel. I can't imagine how hard it is down. to roll this thing. But. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> they a, do kind of go out of stock pretty quickly. They do. Um, they sell they take very, a while to very well. Yeah, and this has been a, a staple cigar for a long time. It's gotten lots of um, uh, positive review mm -hmm. and acceptance yeah, by people. I mean, whenever anybody's having a discussion about strongest cigars, what's the strongest cigar you've had, people usually mention this. Right. I don't think it's the strongest I've had. No. But, you know, it is a strong cigar. Mm -hmm. What's the price point on this cigar, Dan? It's about nine bucks. Yeah. Oh, Nine-ish. Right. Yeah. It's under $10. Yeah, yeah. great okay. price for the experience. Before before tax anyway, so yep. if you're, you're in a state... Uh, add your percentage wherever you are. Add your percentage wherever you are. <laughs> you know, in New Hampshire, there's there's no tobacco tax on cigars, which we are very grateful for and hope to keep that way. Keep fighting it. Yeah. If you're in Massachusetts, like where I live, then you oh, tack a 40% onto that, and uh, um, you better enjoy the cigar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's why it's great to be an, an employee at the Two Guys Smoke Shops where you can go and get your cigar at the manufacturer's suggested retail price yes. <laughs> and not at the state uh, boosted price to help all the people spend all yeah, yeah. sorts of money on things that it never actually no. Yeah. The, the, the they're money not, never goes they're not where they say it's going to go. Cigar taxes. It's ridiculous. They're no. not. No. There's no way. Enforcing it costs more than just right. raking on it. Right. Now, next week, we're going to have a guest on the show. We're going to have uh, Rafael Nadell Jr. Mm -hmm. uh, and you might recognize the name Rafael Nadell um, because Rafael Nadell uh, Sr. Um, is from Aging Room Boutique Cigars. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're actually going to have him on Skype. We're going to have his son here. And that's going to be a real interesting show because last year, um, Boutique Cigars was purchased by uh, Altadis. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about that and how that um, has affected them and how that might affect the industry and everything. And uh, we're going to be smoking the Solera Fantastico Sun Grown. Fantastic. The Fantastico Sun Grown. That's a fun cigar name. next week. So uh, get to your local brick and mortar and pick one of those up so you can smoke with us. And if your shop doesn't have them, ask for them. And if they can't get it in or they don't have it, you can always go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. And you can order you can order singles. You don't have to order a box. And make sure you have one uh, for next week so that mm -hmm. you can smoke along with us. You've been listening to the Anshuls. Can you believe the hour's gone by? I can't even believe it. 
Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you can download this and any other episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.